welcome to Big Plot Podcast, the podcast where we take a look at the biggest movies. Yes, the year, we ignore it. We look at the movies came out on the exact same day. My name's Lincoln. I'm here with my man, Sam. Sam, how you doing? I'm all right, Lincoln. How you doing, man? We're recording this on a lovely, sunny uh, Saturday afternoon. Uh, sun is shining. Vibes are good. Got a beer in hand. Watched a couple of good, fun movies. Um, so yeah, so this is what we do here. We we look at two movies uh, that came out in the exact same day. And uh, the one that we're looking at today, or the two actually, I should say, is Made of Honor, M-A-D-E, Made of Honor, get it? Mm-hmm. And um, Iron Man. These are very different movies. Of course, Iron Man is a uh, Marvel classic. One of the first ones I can remember watching. I think it's the like, first Marvel studio, no? Is it? I it think might so. Be. Yeah, yeah. Mm, I, I remember that being something special. And Maid of Honor is a uh, romantic comedy starring Patrick Dempsey. Yeah, Patrick Dempsey. And uh, Michelle Monaghan, who looks fantastic in that and is way too good for that picture. <laughs> um, but we'll get to that. Um, Iron Man first, man. Mm. Just like takeaways from Iron Man. Do you, uh, do you Is it a Marvel movie that you remember fondly or uh, didn't it really register for you? Uh I, I, I saw it in the cinema when it came out. I remember going with friends to see it, 2008. I would have been 18. And because I don't think I've seen it since then, the only thing I really remembered from this... <laughs> this is such a stupid thing. The only thing I really remember from this movie was... Do you remember when Iron Man is uh, he's stuck in the cave and he's building the first Iron Man suit? Uh, you know the guy? You know the first insurgent who like comes up to check to poke him in the suit mm-hmm. is uh, Tom Morello, guitarist of Rage Against the Machine. I did not know that. I mean, there was no way I would have picked that. I'm, I'm such a, I fucking love this band, man. When I was a kid, this band was like my religion. And I just remember, I remember being in the cinema, freaking out and being like, that's fucking Tom Morello and sticking around to watch the credits. And his name was there. And I, <laughs> I don't remember the rest of the movie, apart from Jeff Bridges as well. I love Jeff Bridges. Man, let's give a shout out to Jeff to Jeff Bridges uh, once again, bringing through the classic uh, James Cromwell role. Man, you he was you as soon as he was in this movie, I was like, oh, he's betraying Iron Man in yeah. the third act. Like it's it's and don't take this personally, Sam. It's the combination. It's the combination. No, it's a great style. It's a great look. It's, it's the combination. <laughs> uh, dear listener, Sam, bald on top, beautiful, smooth, beautiful bald head. And full beard. And um, that is uh, a look I like to call betrayal chic. Um, (laughs) If you see a character in a movie with a full bald head and a full beard, he's betraying you in Act 3, my dude. Um, Just go ahead and, and make your peace with that. He's because uh, apparently I think in real life he's such a he's a uh, he's a real big stoner I think, mm, mm, uh, mm. and I'm sure you did as well. But grew up with him thinking of him as uh, Jeffrey Lebowski. Yeah, the dude. Yeah, and I think when I was a teenager, I think I wanted to be Jeff Bridges more than I wanted to be anyone. I just wanted to I wanted to drink w- r- white Russians, smoke joints, and pay for milk with checks. Do you know what I mean? And, yeah. Uh, you know, to this day, me and my friend, we always talk about movies. We always talk about how a nice rug um, mm. can, can really tie a room together. It's really such a together. really important thing that we talk about. But you know what? I was watching this and I was, I didn't write a lot down. We tried and like keep notes and stuff about these movies, but I actually didn't write a lot down just because I, I, I feel like I've seen this movie several times since mm. uh, I saw it for the first time. But it's really like an interesting contrast to like how far comic book movies have come 
if you bear in mind, we've watched a couple now. We watched um, The Phantom. Uh, we watched Blade. Yeah. And the first maybe 45 to 50 minutes of Iron Man is the origin story. Is yeah. you being introduced to Tony Stark. It's you like investing in this character. Whereas when we watched The Phantom, it was like boom, 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 montage over. Mm-hmm. Blade uh, montage voiceover over. And you kind of have to like orientate yourself as well. So like you really also see how far these movies have come mm. um, from back in the 90s when they were basically just a license to lose money. <laughs> I no, I stand by Blade, man. I still, I take. No, no, Blade. yeah, I, I fucked with Blade heavy as well. I should <laughs> yeah. say that. Mm. I, I think, I think I'm more of a fan of the older ones. I think I like Blade. I think I like the original X Men, the huge, the first Hugh Jackman one with. Yeah, those are dope too. To be fair, those um, are dope. I, I like, I, I quite like it when a comic book movie is like, I, I'm a fucking comic book movie. Do you know what I mean? Like, we're not going to pretend this is ever real life at any point. And this, yeah. I think the most unbelievable thing for me about Iron Man was that he saw his weapons killing people and was like, actually, I don't like this. And I'm like, well, you, you knew what you were doing day one. There's no revelation here. I was, uh, that's a very cynical reading, Sam, because I was like, I would be like, actually, um, as far as Marvel superheroes go, he's like the best person. You think? Uh no, but if you if you keep bear in mind, like he saw what he did had like moral harm, and the the, the consequences of his actions, it's like, oh, I'm gonna change this. Granted, it is insane that they put him in a cave and is like build a weapon, and he literally was like, oh, let me just build a big metal suit. <laughs> and I'll, yeah. I'll walk out here and I'll kill everybody. It's like that's you you that's somewhere deep in your soul. Where that came from? It was uh, it was very interesting. I, I I enjoyed the fuck out of it. I enjoyed the fuck out of it. Um, actually, May the second was an interesting time for for movies. So this movie came out. Uh, do, 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 beep, beep, beep. This movie came out two thousand and eight, uh, May uh, the second of May. Mm. And on the same day, there were some other interesting movies come out as well. Um, Red Belt. It's a uh, the David Mamet martial arts movie. I don't know if you've yeah, seen that. Have not. Tell you for uh, Son of Rambo. Which is really lovely. It's like a little indie. Oh, that's the thing. kid uh, that who ended up in Detroit and Midsommar and all of that. Is that that? Is that the same kid? I think so. Am I going crazy? Yeah, but is that the same kid? <laughs> <laughs> we need. Yeah, fair, we need. We need, we need to know. It is. But, it um, is. It's Will Poulter. Oh, word, it, word, word, word. Yeah, yeah. It's the when he was a little um, kid. So that is correct. You are correct. Uh, but Son of Rambo, really lovely joint. Better than both of these movies, actually. So um, take that, you know, kind of with the spirit that it's intended. Now, Maid of Honor, uh, again, came out the same day. Romantic comedy. Uh, very, very interesting film beca- for a couple of reasons. This movie I watched with my roommates and uh, it, it, it elicited, a lot of, uh, elicited a lot of confusion. Mm-hmm. because people did not know which movie this was. Because um, I don't know how kind of you, in this extended romantic comedy cinematic universe, <laughs> how deep you are into it. Right. So, um, but like, there's a movie called My Best Friend's Wedding. Yeah. Um, another movie called uh, The Wedding Date. Yeah. I think that's it. And now you have Maid of Honor. Mm-hmm. And these movies all kind of essentially share the same plot, which is that someone is in love with the groom... And I would, I told my roommates, I was like, oh, you guys want to watch it? And everyone's like, mm, I don't know if I want to watch a Deborah Messing movie. Mm-hmm. It turns out the Deborah Messing movie is a different movie. Yeah. 
And then my best friend's wedding, I find out, oh, that's a Julia Roberts movie. Yeah, I've seen that one. And it's it's like, oh, my God. By the way, Julia Roberts, what a run she had. I can't wait to dig into some of her stuff. Like, late 90s, she yeah. was, she had, like, a Nicolas Cage action movie level run yeah, for, like, five years straight, just banger after banger. So, yeah, Maid of Honor. Have you ever heard of this joint before? Like, are you coming in cold? What up? What's up? Coming in totally cold. I thought... I got it confused before I found the movie. I thought we were doing. I thought we were doing Made in Manhattan, the Jennifer Lopez one. That's actually not bad, to be honest. It's actually quite. Fun. I haven't. I haven't seen it. I'm just very aware of it. Yeah, it's quite fun. Right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, buy it. Yeah. I, I watched Hustlers the other day. I'm open to some Jennifer Lopez now. Oh, how is it? It's good. It's weird. Yeah. It, it's weird. Well, we'll talk about that. On a, we'll do that. We have to do that one. Yeah. So, Made of Honor. Made of Honor. Do you want to take us broadly through the plot? Um, so, the setup to the story because I actually think it's um, it's a relatively like straightforward setup for a film. So basically, Patrick Dempsey and Michelle Monaghan meet in college. Patrick Dempsey, sorry, is uh, McDreamy from Grey's Anatomy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so uh, they they meet in college in a, a hilarious misunderstanding of him trying to have sex with her, thinking that she is her roommate, and they form this relationship seemingly based on honesty or telling each other the truth through insults. This carries on for 10 years. They're best friends. Um, and he's the kind of, you know, I, I like to sleep with a different girl every night. I set these dating rules of like, don't come to my formal engagements and don't overstep boundaries. And then she goes on, what's it? Six week work trip to Scotland. Yeah. But not uh, just Scotland. Scotland in like what must be like the 1600s. Um, yeah, 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 yeah. Travels back in time. Highland yeah. of Scotland. Yeah, yeah. She's, is... she's fighting William Wallace. In the, <laughs> the most uh, hokey depiction of Scotland I've ever seen. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, and yeah, she goes. She goes on a six-week work trip. Comes back. Now, while she's away, Patrick Dempsey realizes that he is actually in love with her and wants to spend the rest of his life with her because he's she's the only woman he's ever had a 10 minute plus conversation with um and she arrives he goes to, he's about to confess her love to her but she's brought back another dude from scotland who she is engaged to who is uh what's his name kyle who is it kyle kevin kevin mckid yes um, from uh catching aids in train spotting and <laughs> Dog soldiers. Oh. dog soldiers oh i went rome yeah, yeah fair okay play. yeah 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 fair play fair play um so, and the film is Patrick Dempsey is now chosen as her maid of honor mm-hmm. um, to help her plan the wedding, make sure everything goes smoothly. And he accepts under but his secret plan is to turn her off um, Kevin McKidd so that she leaves him and marries Patrick Dempsey instead. And that's, that's basically the whole movie. Yeah. That's the whole movie. Okay, here's the thing for me that's today about it. I don't know what your feelings are on like romantic comedies. I'm quite keen to dip back into a few of them. Just because I think it's really interesting. Like, for example, we talked about those other, like contrasting them. Like those Julia Roberts movies, Notting Hill, uh, My Best Friend's Wedding, Runaway Bride. Those are all huge, 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 huge uh, blockbusters. And by the time that we come around here, it's 10 years later, 2008, 9, 10. Mm-hmm. And those movies have kind of petered out. And I think they've been revived again, I think, through Netflix and like streaming services and stuff. Like, yeah. there seems to be like a renaissance for them. But in general, those movies don't draw. Mm. Um, I think there's like a really some really cool black romantic comedies that, I, that like drew heavily. But in general, those movies don't draw. Yeah. 
And um, so this one is, so this is one, I feel like this is like a post boom period romantic comedy. And um, you have two interesting leads, but there's not a lot of chemistry there. No. And um, it doesn't really work as well. Cause Patrick Dempsey isn't particularly likable, even though he's incredibly handsome. Yeah. Well, it's, it, it's interesting because uh, obviously you said at the top, Iron Man and Maid of Honor are very different movies, but it's the same character. Tony Stark and Patrick Dempsey play, I think, mm. the same dude where it's like, you know, you, you jump in and the film wants you to think, hey, this guy's a lovable, quick-witted rogue, you know, who's very rich. It's, uh, they're both incredibly... Uh, Patrick Dempsey's character made his fortune inventing the coffee sleeve the little cardboard thing. Yeah, so he's actually an eco-terrorist. That, uh, <laughs> things have come all the way around on Patrick Dempsey. <laughs> See what I mean? You know, like yeah. manufacturing arms, destroying the planet, they're the same guy. Yeah, same guy. Um, and but the, uh, I think with, uh, interestingly, to actually bring up Iron Man, Iron Man into it, is that the scene, I think my favourite scene re-watching this movie, apart from the bit where Tom Morello gets punched in the face and to live his dreams, is when... Uh, Gwyneth Paltrow has to fish the fake heart out mm-hmm. of um, Robert Downey Jr. He's he's tried to switch over his battery and he's done it wrong and she's got to pull it out without touching the sides. And they actually, that's the most chemistry I think they have in that movie. Mm. And I think it's quite interesting because there's this weird power that Robert Downey Jr.'s character is really vulnerable, uh, but he's trying to hide it so that she can focus enough to save his life from a heart attack. Mm-hmm. And then as soon as she's done it, their power dynamic switches where then she's sort of back in control mm. and he, and he's like dipped under her. And I'm like, actually this, it's only like two minutes, but it shows me more about their relationship. I think, I think than anywhere else in the movie and Patrick Dempsey, oh, I've forgotten her name again, man. I can't. Michelle, Michelle Monahan. Michelle Monahan. <laughs> anything that alliterates, I'm out. But they have, there's absolutely nothing they seem to like have in common or talk about. There's no dynamic. It's just two people who have just met every scene, I feel. I think the problem with that is also is that Michelle Monaghan is a way better actor than Patrick Dempsey. Yeah. Um, or maybe the characters are just written with more. So like Michelle Monaghan is this woman who's like been heard before. Mm. And she's got her guard up because she sees how this guy treats all of these other women. And uh, she obviously has feelings for him. But. Uh, she doesn't want to put herself, you know, along the long line of women that this guy has has brought in with his fucking Neil Strauss bullshit. It's so sad, man. It could t- just to show you, like how like charismaless um, Patrick Dempsey is, they surround him with like six guy friends. <laughs> yeah, and these six guy friends just do everything with Patrick Dempsey. And I'm like, man, I'm close to thirty now. I cannot get two of my mates in the <laughs> yeah. same place at the same time for any given reason. Yeah. But in this movie, whenever there's like, whenever Patrick Dempsey has to like work through a feeling or work through an emotion, they do it through the medium of basketball. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. And they have these really deep, intense discussions, which no man has ever had over a game of basketball. Like, dude, if, if we're just like fucking having a game of, five, no one's ever played a game of five aside. And it's like, oh, by the way, I just feel inadequate as a husband. People are like, dude, can you just... <laughs> yeah. one, two, one, two, let's move the ball around. What are you yeah, trying yeah. to accomplish here? <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's like a really awkward uh, way of writing in, writing that in. There's, yeah, no, there's absolutely, there's one, his, the uh, the closest friend he has, there's a point where, so to, to, to go through the, further through the movie, uh, 
the wedding's in Scotland and Michelle Monaghan has decided that she's going to stay in Scotland with her new husband and Patrick Dempsey just can't take it anymore you know he's, he's in Scotland he calls the friend he plays basketball with and he's I can't remember exactly what he says but he's like I can't do this man I can't and then the friend is like no we have to make this about you now this is about like you there's never a bad time to confess your love and I'm like I've and I don't think it's a guy thing or a girl thing I don't think anyone's had that like motivational conversation where it's, yeah just fucking go for it like, no I call up my friends to scheme not to what do you mean how would you have gone about this if you had to call up your friends and scheme what yeah. are you doing in order to get this guy out of the picture arsenic in the haggis <laughs> my god this guy straight away <laughs> this, you do this you do this slow poisoning over time uh, <laughs> you crush glass you crush glass really gently and then slowly drip it in the food and then his you know his stomach's got holes in it i think you know what i think the movie is i think the movie is to become really good friends with him mm. and then uh, gradually undermine his sense of self-worth with, <laughs> yeah, yeah. with a bunch of cutting comments <laughs> Just to be like, next time you're with him, to be like, oh, wow, really? So, you know, do you speak to your dad often? <laughs> find a thing, find his pressure points, and then diminish his self-worth as a person. That's yeah, probably yeah. what I would do um, if I were Patrick Dempsey, but he doesn't have the balls yeah, also, uh, to do something I mean, like that. You know, your plan is great for somebody who has like six months. Oh, no, yeah, that's true. That's true. You got that's two, true. two weeks to the wedding. Mm. <laughs> Bro, you got, you got to make him sick. Man, ooh, dude, I wanted to say, this is one of the most realistic things I've seen in a movie in a long time. Um, Patrick Dinks' father is played by um, Sidney Pollock in uh, the Too Good For This movie role. He presents a kind of like ghost of Christmas future yeah. to Patrick Dempsey, where it's like, yo, if you don't stop your womanizing ways, mm. you will uh, find yourself uh, like me. Uh pretty awesome dude who just keeps marrying people. Uh, <laughs> that's not a t- <laughs> Lincoln's hot takes for fuck's sake that sort of that scene where uh, Patrick Dempsey goes to his father's house to tell him to tell his dad that he has feelings for his best friend and the dad says pussy like 17 times he like calls that's his really good. pussy he's like get some pussy I'm a pussy you're a pussy it's just he says it like, honestly, like, it made me uncomfortable. I was like, this dude is too old. Nah, dude, I think you read that wrong. I think that was the best scene in the whole damn film. <laughs> yeah, that was the best scene in the whole damn film. Is when mm-hmm. Sidney Pollock said, what, are you a pussy? You know? like, yeah. <laughs> it's, it suddenly turned into, like, training day meets, like, Requiem for a Dream. I was like, no, I'm not. So what's the training day? What's the training day for this movie, then? If in, if in training day... You had to smoke PCP <laughs> in order to be taken seriously. Do you have to eat some pussy? <laughs> you have to eat some pussy and dunk. You have to dunk. You have to dunk and then go straight up to go eat some pussy. And that's Sydney Pollock's like, man, man, So we get to Scotland. We get to the final third of the movie. Uh, Patrick Dempsey realizes he's in love with her. Um, he's been knocked back because there's a kind of a, a weird thing with a, a bachelorette party. Mm-hmm. And um, he embarrasses her somehow, and he's like, "No," and he, again, Rocky Four gets the montage out. It's like, "I will be the best maid of honor I can be." <laughs> yeah, yeah. Let me tell you something, brother. And um, they end up in Scotland, and man, the depiction of Scotland is um, hokey at best and mm-hmm. um, xenophobic at worst. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> really strange. There's a couple of things that piss me off about this mm-hmm. film. Um. The first thing is the um, 
Oh, I love this. When, uh, what's his name? Uh, is it Kevin McKidd? McKidd. Kevin McKidd, the Scottish um, actor. Um, character, I should say. I don't actually know he's Scottish. And your man um, plays basketball for the first time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they, they again, in this weird, um, very positive male friendship group, <laughs> just all get together and do everything together. Um, they play basketball. Uh, he is on one of the teams, and obviously they're trying to humiliate your man. Uh, Patrick Dempsey obviously um, plays it all the time and he's like uh, have you ever heard of basketball and my man Kevin McKidd as soon as he knows this is not true he's even he goes uh, no but we have heard of netball and I'm like get the fuck out of here you <laughs> bitch yeah, you no you've not heard of basketball like what the are you si- <laughs> 2008 2008 my dude what are you yeah. Motherfuckers in caves in Afghanistan, fucking <laughs> wearing fucking cavalier shirts. Yeah, this yeah, yeah. is at the top. He's a he's land is gen landed gentry. He's a fucking aristocrat. My, my dude doesn't own a television. My dude's yeah, never yeah. he's never seen an NBA game. Like he's never seen Space Jam. He's seen nothing. My, God, my dude went through his entire life. He has no knowledge of Michael Jordan. He's yeah. no knowledge of Kobe at that point. He has no yeah, knowledge yeah. of any of this. He's just, oh, netball? Oh, yeah, that's yeah. interesting. Oh, I, and then my, he doesn't play netball. He, he doesn't even follow the rules of netball. He just plays basketball immediately. That was the first strike against him. I was like, Patrick Dempsey, I immediately am cool with you undermining this dude and ruining his happiness. The second strike, and you, you're going to know this, Sam. Is when my dude is in the shower. Uh, by the way, again, just as, because this is what we do with this podcast, you know. Um, his body, very attainable. Um, <laughs> shout out to him. He's a very yeah. attainable body. Um, they say that my man has a very big dick. Mm. We don't see the dick. So. Yeah, show us the dick. Show, show us, us the, the fucking dick, dude. Show us the dick, my dude. If yeah. there's a shower scene, you say my man has a big dick. I'm sorry, dude. I'm blowing up the. I'm blowing up the microphone. They say my man has a big dick. I want to see it, my dude. I want to mm. see that shit. I don't care if you have to do the Dirk uh, Dirk Diggler Boogie Nights prosthetic yeah. penis. Yeah. I want to see this fucking penis, my dude. I don't care if you have to sub in a guy who's like not even the right complexion. I just. Want I don't to, care. Just show me. Care. Show me what I'm supposed to be scared of. Bring in the stunt dick. Bring in again. Get wh- whoever's the fucking uh, key grip or the uh, <laughs> the boom mic operator. Get him in for a scene. Get, get, the, get, get the best boy on. Whoever's the best. Whoever's the gaffer. Get the <laughs> get the gaffer and get his dick out. Yeah. I'm trying to see the penis. That's how you know this is a serious Oscar contender. That immediately that movie just became a bomb to me. Right after that, I lost all focus. I think unless. I think unless it, I'm, again, I still want to see the dick, but in this situation, I'm like, unless they were reacting, not because it was so big, because he was fully erect in the shower. That's the other thing. <laughs> I mean, got to hear, hear both sides. Sometimes, you know, yeah. you're in the shower, you're getting all lubed up. You just play a big game of netball slash basketball. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The juices are flowing. You're feeling good. Um, speaking of juices flowing, oh my god, dude! Um, what this is? I think there was one like proper erotic scene in this entire film. Yeah, is uh, when uh, there's this weird bachelorette party that Michelle Monaghan has to go to. Do you remember that? I'm. Oh, you talking about in the bar? In the bar? Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So there's, so there's this thing where you she, she goes on a bachelorette party with her kind of maid of honor team. I don't know what you call those people, mm. and um. <laughs> 
she every time someone in the this apparently is an old Scottish tradition. Every time someone kisses, every time you someone puts a penny in your bucket, you have to kiss them on the lips a little little pick. Yeah, yeah. Um, which is interesting. Yeah, but obviously my man Patrick Dempsey uh, drops the penny in the bucket, mm. and this is the first time they kiss. Yeah, and it's like wow, passionate, passionate, my dude, Patrick Patrick Dempsey gives it a full Monty, just the ganganka, the Goku Maya Maya wave. <laughs> <laughs> Um, is this a real tradition as well? I have no idea. I have no idea. Because I'm like, this is not the worst Edinburgh Fringe show I've seen. Uh, It's not the best either. Yeah. So yeah, just the the, the full tradition, it seems like, is if you, yeah, on your Hindu, you walk around with this bucket, uh, guys put pennies in the bucket and they give you a little peck on the lips and that's Mm. kind of like the, the whole thing. But yeah. Uh, Patrick Dempsey did more than that. He got he got things going. Wow! Oh yeah, my goodness. And then um, in a very uncomfortable scene, he almost gets sexually assaulted by mm. uh, by Busy Phillips. And um, very uncomfortable. Did not want to see that. Um, and yeah, then we're at the end. Yeah, yeah. This is uh, okay. Here's a question I want to ask you because this was really Sorry. the whole time I'm watching. Right, I'm like, but you know, we're supposed to be rooting for Patrick Dempsey, but. Kevin McKidd is the guy she's, you know, marrying. And I'm thinking, yeah, Patrick Dempsey has to confess his love. But also, Kevin McKidd has to have some kind of flaw, something that turns her off him. He's Because he's so perfect throughout yeah. to her throughout this whole whole movie, even even if he pretends he doesn't know what basketball is so that he can... Accept. I mean, he's, uh-huh. uncle, he's Uncle Phil scamming them. That's what he's doing with the basketball thing. Because then it turns out he can slam dunk. Sorry, I've gone on a tangent. Yeah, 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 yeah. it's true. Right. But, He's uh, white man can't jump type yeah, stuff. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, but the fl- the whole time, right? She's a painter, uh, and the whole time we we just haven't got any of this like sort of dark side of Kevin McKidd yet. The whole time I'm thinking, I'm convinced it's like. He's gonna not like our painting though. He's the he's the he's the king of a whiskey empire in Scotland. He's like crazy rich, but he's gonna say no wife of mine will work, and you can't paint anymore. And that's gonna be the this guy isn't right for me. But it's not. It's no. It's just kind of like he he is uh, he has really bad poetry. Which I, that's a, is that what did you write poetry? No, it was I, it, it was I don't know where you I don't know I have no idea where you're getting that from. You're, oh, you're getting that from he sings the Robert. Burns oh song. yeah yeah yeah. He sings the burn song. I got it confused. But it's not it's not that. It's that he killed all the food that they're eating for the. That was I don't know if you remember, but she, yeah, I do. Yeah. The, the his mum is like you know they're all eating around the table and then the mum's like oh just so you know my son killed that deer you're eating and then she's like what the fuck she's like so angry about it yeah and i'm like but but you're eating it yeah it's <laughs> just, done you know what happened? I mean? <laughs> it's just happened someone and, has to kill it right yeah yeah and i'm look i'm and you know i'm 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 vegetarian i'm anti big game hunting but i'm like dude if you're going to fucking kill and then eat you got have at it, yeah. Sure. Yeah, I was going. It's like, yeah, if you have the, if you, you know, if you like it so much, why don't you kill it yourself? And then my man's like, all right, let me just go get my rifle right quick. Pow, 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 pow. <laughs> yeah, and you yeah. made the chopper go ting, 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 and yeah, he just emptied the clip on those on those poor unsuspecting deer. Yeah, but shout out to him. Shout out to him. He did the. He did. He did what he thought was right. Um. And yeah, we get to the end and it's kind of weird because Kevin McKidd's character isn't particularly unlikable. 
Because that, that's not enough. And I wonder if that isn't a choice. Because one of the problems with, with Maid of Honor is... I think that Kevin... Not Kevin, my kid. Um, Patrick Dempsey realizes very early on that he's in love with Michelle Monaghan. Mm. So it sets the movie... like It's basically within the first like 20 to 30 minutes that he makes that choice. And so he has to be a dick for a next for the next kind of 20 minutes for the next third of the movie yeah trying to undermine trying to be petty mm. and i don't know if he is a skilled enough actor fair play to him whatever you know probably a nice guy i don't know or he's mm. not maybe he gets cancelled retro- retroactively and then yeah, you can yeah. use this <laughs> at, at his trial um he doesn't have the he doesn't have the kind of range to go from unlikable to likable to unlikable to likable throughout yeah. the film and so it just it, it 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 doesn't work. It doesn't hold your it doesn't hold your attention all yeah. the way through. You just don't believe him. He just stays the same through the whole movie. If it's like mm. I'm gonna I'm gonna come at you with snappy dialogue, and I think that's the guy. I'm honestly, I, it was weird. We, we watched uh, me and my flatmates. We watched Dirty Dancing the other night, mm. right? First time, and I was thinking about this. It's like you don't get uh, rom coms for dudes. Do you know what I mean? You don't get. Like- you know what? It's funny that you actually mentioned this. I think I actually can. Th- I can think of one example. Um, my friends were talking about the wedding singer, mm. uh, Adam Sandler, because they get the Adam Sandler humor, but you have it within like a romantic comedy context. Mm-hmm. But you're right; there aren't many. You got yeah, Sandler. I mean, knocked up. You know, like knocked up is like very heavily. We're going to target. But what I mean is, I'm like the whole. <laughs> When it's this kind of movie and it's like you know, Patrick Dempsey is, is yeah and it's some good eye candy but I'm like but none of none of the other characters have any depth none of them I'm not like I'm not watching Patrick Dempsey live going I get it I get what you feel feel like this I'm like ah you just fuck around and now you're like I just want to fuck my yeah. friend because I don't want to I don't want to text different people it's too many numbers yeah. Do you know what I mean also man yeah look you know I'll say it to you, I'll say whoever's listening cancelling a wedding is never a bad thing. Shout outs to all my people out here. <laughs> Not getting married, even if you're at the altar. Yeah, 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 yeah. And you go, you know what? I don't think this is a good idea. Dude, they should give you a standing ovation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Leaving the church. Because the alternative is way worse. Yeah. The alternative, yeah, yeah. you going through with it, and you're like, I'm not so sure this was a good idea. Dude, cancel that shit before we can always get the deposit back. Yeah. Um, you know, it's whatever. Take a punch. It's yeah. good. Now you can live happily ever after. Because the the ten degree to the left horror film is <laughs> uh, is Marriage Story esque, where Kevin McKidd and uh, Michelle Monaghan get married and just slowly drift apart, becoming embittered, sad people who hate each other. Yeah. Now Kevin McKidd's sad for like five minutes. He goes off and he makes the chopper go on some unsuspecting deer. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, he has some haggis and that's it. And then we go off into the night. Dude, should we get into categories? We've Let's been going for quite, we've going for quite some quite some time now. Like this um, mm. stretching out even further and further. Yeah. Categories. Just to kind of explain to everyone, categories. We have a set series of categories in all of the, these movies to help us compare. Um, one of the first ones we have is the weirdly woke moment, and the weirdly woke moment is a thing that's like 2008, but we were like, oh, that's quite progressive. Oh, fair <laughs> play to you, movie. That's uh, well played. So between Maid of Honor and um and iron man 
what would you say was the weirdly woke moment for you? For for Maid of Honor, there's um, the moment when uh, they, they go to meet the priest and she uh, introduces Patrick Dempsey as her Maid of Honor and the priest gives him a hug and goes, we have lots of gay and lesbian members of our congregation. And he's like, you fucking shaking his head. No, we have so many. And I'm like, you know, you, you tried. You tried. Yeah, you tried your best. <laughs> All right, you tried your yeah. best. But, I mean, Spotlight's coming out soon, but yeah. You, 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 yeah. You, <laughs> Yikes. Yikes. I think that's it. Um, I, think, I think that's more than fair. I think that's a, that's a, word, that's a nice work moment. Um, I think... I, and I have been kind of shitting on it for a while, but I think the weirdly work moment for me in, is an act, is actually in um, Maid of Honor. Mm. And that is the uh, lack of toxic masculinity displayed in um, Patrick Dempsey's basketball circle because yeah. I think it is um, refreshing to a group of grown men uh, bond and speak about their feelings and yeah. about monogamy and relationships and all of these kind of things. And they... I, again, they do it in the crazily unrealistic setting of their local basketball court. Yeah. Um, but shout outs to them for yeah. um, addressing their mental health issues. And then also saying, yeah, Patrick Dempsey, just go break up this marriage. Uh, the next category we have is the instant cancellation. Uh, instant cancellation is uh, the thing that was kind of occurring in 2008. But now in uh, 2020, when we're recording this, would not be okay. It would be an instant cancel for you. So... Between Maid of Honor and Iron Man, what is an instant cancellation for you? I was, I got to go, go with Iron Man on this one, and I got to go with uh, <laughs> the uh, Tony Stark is trapped in the cave with Jensen, the the other the uh, the only good guy from the Middle East in the whole movie who's helping him build the the weapons, and then Jensen dies, and he's like, okay, maybe this guy was okay, but I'm still gonna get the rest of them. I was like, that was for me. Man, I did. Yeah, can I tell you what's the instant cancellation for me is you, what you can't do in a movie now is what they did with um, at the very beginning of Iron Man when uh, that reporter asked him a question, um, and she just ends up sleeping with him immediately. True, and it's like that's like a really dumb trope that I see in a lot of movies where it's yeah. like female reporters just sleep with anyone just for the <laughs> sake of a story. It's like yeah, maybe you guys want to stay away from that. Also, let's face it, Iron Man, with his reputation, who he is, man, that's a cancellation. I can see that shit coming from a mile away, dude. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I can, honestly, I thought the next scene would just cut to like a blog post. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Iron yeah. Man cancelled. Uh, what a predator. <laughs> so I was like, yeah, that whole scenario is just, yeah, we've moved past that now. So mm-hmm. that that is not what we're trying to do anymore. Um, Freaky Friday. The Freaky Friday moment is if you could swap characters between Maid of Honor and um, and Iron Man, who would you swap? Immediately, I'm putting Jeff Bridges. Jeff Bridges, in, yeah, in Maid of Honor, and, yeah. I'm, and I'm I'm swapping him out with Colin uh, Kevin Ki- Kevin McKidd because uh, because I want <laughs> I want her to be marrying someone who is fucking scary, like D- Patrick Dempsey. The whole movie, he's trying to tear down this almost perfect guy whose only flaw uh, according to his future bride is that he's Scottish and hunts. I'm like, I want a guy who's going to 
plot and scheme and be like, I, I wanted to come out with the little buzzer, make your ears bleed. So Patrick Dempsey's like, oh, I know. I'm going to show him up at the, the yeah. party. I'm going to take photos. And Jeff Bridges is just holding the fucking button. Bling. Yeah, yeah, just, my, dude, <laughs> my dude just becomes a toy from Toy Story. Just, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Just loses it all. <laughs> Man, I think that's all we have today. Man, this has been a long episode. I think this is probably going to be our longest episode yet. Yeah. Um, so we, we're coming up in the world, my dude. Um, I've been getting great feedback. Uh, thank you to everyone for um, all of the feedback. Really appreciate it. Um, just keep listening. If Again, if you fuck with it, and only if you fuck with it, um, give us a like. Give us a subscribe. Like, share it with someone. Like, just send like a DM to be like, yeah, I know this guy from the brand away. You know, it's, it's, it's okay. Yeah. Don't hype it up too much. Yeah, I'd <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. be like, no, it's not bad. It's it's better than you think. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's okay. We'll, we'll take that honestly. Just yeah. if you pass it along, it's like, look, it's better than you think, and yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, we take that. That's that's uh, that's our zone, baby. That's where We're we happiest, go. Happiest. So so next week we'll be talking about Dragonheart and uh, the Whoopi Goldberg vehicle, Eddie. Mm. Those are the those are the movies that we're watching next time. But uh, yeah, my dude. Sweet. Sweet. See you around. See you. Have a good one. Cheers. Bye-bye. Peace.